Hey, what's going on, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to this uh, bonus expansion pack episode of the X Button Gaming Podcast. So, what this episode is, is going to be something a little new. Um, sometimes when I finish a game that I've been playing, I, I just can't help but want to talk about it, good or bad. Usually it's the, the, the games that I loved the most or the games that really just didn't sit well with me. And I can't help but just want to just discuss it. And I know on the normal weekly or bi-weekly episodes we do, we do talk about what we've been playing. But sometimes it can be a little hard to truly like, I don't know, gush, I guess, about uh, specific games. Because if the people you're talking to haven't played it, it's just hard to kind of get a conversation going. So I want to try, I'm just going to try this out and see how it goes. But I'm on occasion, I might do these mini reviews where I spend 10, 15 minutes or so, maybe more, maybe less, talking about one of these games. Um, I, Like I said, basically a review, just kind of going over some of the things I really liked about it, some of the things that maybe I didn't. Um, and then, yeah, maybe why I think you should play it. But at the end of the day, it's just something to listen to. And maybe after you listen to some of these, you will decide to, that you want to play something you hadn't given a thought otherwise, or vice versa. Maybe you'll decide you didn't want to, don't want to play it anymore. Anyway, so that's just a, a quick summary of what this episode is. I figured since it's the first of its kind, I should do that. Um, but what this review is going to be for is for Star Wars Jedi Survivor. So one of the recent episodes I did um, with Jalen and Avery was uh, a Star Wars discussion, and we did spend some time talking about the early game um, that we had played at that point of Jedi Survivor and how it kind of compared so far to uh, Jedi Outcast. But after I finish the game here, um, actually just today at the time of this recording, I I was just so blown away by my overall experience that this was one of those times where I couldn't help but want to share that. Um, and this, this game, okay, anybody who knows me or has even listened to this podcast for any period of time knows I love Star Wars. Star Wars games are hit and miss. Over the years, we've obviously had some really good ones. I mean, Knights of Old Republic, Star Wars Battlefront. I mean, that's just a couple. Um, and we've had some stinkers, you know, Yoda stories <laughs> and, and just Super Bomb Bad Racing probably being some of the, the lesser. But the one thing is, as a franchise, Star Wars has just done a pretty good job of making compelling games. Um, and I, I mean, I, there may be other examples of this, but it's one of the first media franchises I can think of that was popularized as movies that then started doing books and games and created characters in those games or in those, in those other spinoffs, books, um, comics, video games that kind of became almost just as beloved as some of the main characters. And in the, um, Jedi Survivor, Cal Kestis was a, a likable protagonist. He was somebody by the end of the game you were rooting for. But at the end of the, I don't know, after, as time went on, I, I wouldn't say I really sat around thinking about Cal Kestis. I liked him. I thought he was cool. You know, like video games and Star Wars, when they work, is a, like one of my favorite marriages. <laughs> and uh, so like, I always love to see those, see see that work. And, and Cal Kestis was cool. Marin was cool. Seer was cool. But man, Jedi Survivor just took everything and multiplied it and made me like every one of the characters so much more. And I'm going to get into that here in just a little bit. Some of the things that I felt like really worked in Jedi Survivor were um, the the upgrades that they made to the, to the battle system. Um, it still has that hard as nails fighting, like kind of almost like the Soulsborne type games. 
uh, where it has a strong learning curve. There's a lot that you have to do with parrying um, and dodging to really be effective or else you will die. As you play on more and you get stronger, it gets easier to, to live. As you gather more heals or stems, you, you're able to survive battles longer. But parrying and dodging are key. And what I found with this game is how over time it becomes so second nature to to hit that L1 button or the circle button to to parry or dodge right at the right moment. And it becomes this 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 dance where it almost just feels so fluid at times. And during some of the more impressive battles, it can it can make you feel just really cool. And I I really enjoyed it. I felt like most of the upgrades that they made were great um, in the battle system. Uh, I use the term battle system, which I think is usually more <laughs> RPGs, but anyway. Um, and the, the different stances that they added in this game were, were fun. Um, at the beginning, I kind of, for a long period of time through the game, really, I, I kind of leaned mostly towards the double, um, the dual lightsabers and the uh, cross guard lightsaber stance that you get. But as time went on, during certain for certain reasons throughout the game, I was kind of not forced, but I started using um, some of the other stances. And I think one of the things that impressed me is even though I still had my favorites, all of them are balanced and all of them are fun once you get used to them. You'd think the single blade would, uh, after you have you know five battle stances, the single blade would almost be kind of boring in comparison, but it's not. It has its own flair that really makes it stand out. And uh, I don't know. Each one has a reason to try. I wouldn't be surprised if you surveyed five different people that have played this game uh, that all five of them would have a different um, set of battle stances that they used because you can switch between two throughout the whole game. Um, you keep two equipped and you can change those regularly. Um, but yeah, for me, it was the double, the double, bl oh my God, the dual blades and the cross guard. I loved the, the strong attacks of the cross guard and the quick attacks of the double bladed, oh my God, I keep saying double bladed, but dual blades. Um, and then just being able to switch between them so fluidly during some fights just felt so cool. And the, the animation to it too, where he quickly takes the two lightsabers and connects them back together, um, and then reanimates into the cross guard or into the double bladed or whatever, it's just super slick. So, yeah, I, th I really think that all the upgrades they made to the to the battle system, to the lightsaber mechanics, to the force abilities, the force slam and the force push, still just as good as ever. Turning, Being able to turn enemies against each other with the, the force confuse is such a nice um, feature. Sometimes can help make some of the difficult battles way, <laughs> go way more smooth. Um, so, yeah, overall, I feel like it was just a huge improvement over the first game. And I forgot to mention this earlier. So I'll say it now. I I am going to keep this mostly spoiler-free when it comes to story. Um, I do think if you haven't played the game, I don't think I've said anything too spoilery yet, but if you haven't played the game and you want to and you want to go in almost completely spoiler-free, I would suggest not listening to this. Um, but in the anybody else, if you if you don't care or you're just interested, uh, definitely keep on listening But because there will definitely be some spoilery talk. But... So anyway, so that's some of my thoughts on just the battle system. But then once you get into the actual, let's go into world exploring, I guess. Um, there's not as many planets. Actually, I can't say that for a fact. It feels like there's less planets than um, Jedi Survivor. But <laughs> the planets that you go to, I mean, especially your your hub world, Kobo, is, are, is so huge that it doesn't even seem to matter that you don't have any as many planets to go to. I liked that, with the exception of Coruscant, which you start on, um, all these 
planets are mostly new. I guess Jeddah isn't new. It was in Rogue One, I believe. But still, I, there's not a lot of lore on Jeddah. I mean, actually, there's a ton of lore, but there's not a lot of visible um, content in, on Jeddah. So it was cool to be able to explore both Kobo and Jeddah in this just this huge world. There's, it was so much to explore. I, I was pretty amazed how many times you go back to Kobo and you unlock, unlocking more abilities as you go, the more access you get to this planet. It just felt like it was amazing to me that it was one world because it felt so different. Um, but it was just, it was a blast to explore. There is a ton of collectibles in this game. And uh, surprisingly, other than the seeds, I enjoyed um, going for all of them. Now, of course, I'm a completionist. So it was, you know, <laughs> par for the course. There's trophies for some of them. But that being said, I even went for a uh, thing like the data disks that you don't need for any trophy completion. Um, just because I enjoyed exploring and collecting everything so much. All of the different hairstyles and costumes for Cal. There's just a lot to to find on the map. Um, and not to mention a couple of newer, new features for the, the series, at least. You had the Jedi, they're not temples, what were they called? Anyway, the they're like trials that you can go through. Those were fun puzzles. I felt like each one kind of added a nice flair to exploring. Um, and then the Jedi tears, or the force tears, were a really cool um, little mini challenge um, that were spread out. And some of them were just a challenge to find. Um, but each one... You know, some of they did different things like make you use different lightsaber stances um, or fight different monster combinations and stuff. And they, man, some of them were challenging, but they were fun and not too unfair. Um, but even the ones that felt a little more rough, you could come back to, and they always felt fair once you had more. So I really uh, enjoyed the the force tears. Um, and this, as far as exploring goes, there's also a, a plethora of legendary encounters, um, different beasts and um, bosses that you could find hidden throughout the maps. That was always kind of fun because it was like everywhere you turn, you end up finding another mini boss. That might be a little overkill, not everywhere you turn, but there's a lot of them. And it was just always kind of exciting. Um, some of them were way harder than others, but once you kind of get the battle system down, it always felt rewarding to take those on. So overall, exploring in this game, I just felt like was really stellar. Um, there's a lot to find, a lot to unlock. I feel like that just how much you get out of it just depends on how much you want to spend, how much time you want to spend doing all that. And then, of course, the uh, quick travel when you go to uh, the meditation spots makes it a lot easier to get around the map. So um, one last thing, I guess, on exploration and just on the planets, um, you, on your hub world of Kobo, you do have the cantina there um, that you're able to uh, populate by meeting different characters um, on your journey. And that was a pretty rewarding feeling. Um, for one, I, I like talking to, to care NPC characters and let, letting the game um, flesh them out more. And it really did a lot of that and made you actually care about some of these side characters. Not to mention um, there are different shops that you unlock from the different collectibles that you find. Uh, the bounties that you can uh, go after, it was a nice feature too. Um, always a challenge. They were fun to do. Yeah, so the cantina was good. I All in all, I really enjoyed all of that. Uh, but the most important part of the story of the game to me was the story. And I think this is where they really uh, killed it, so to speak. 
Um, like I mentioned earlier, by the end of uh, Jedi, Sur- uh, sorry, um, Fallen Order, I really grew to like Cal and I liked Grease and and Seer and Marin, but through the journey in Jedi Survivor, I grew to love them as characters. Cal has probably went from being somebody I thought was a cool character to being probably one of my favorite Star Wars characters. His journey is so good. It is strong. It is impactful. It's emotional. The growth is real. I don't need to get into too much movie and book stuff, but it just felt like what you want to see from a Jedi outside of the Jedi Order. Because there's no denying the Jedi Order is done. <laughs> it's not It's not there. So the, yeah, they should follow a code to some degree, but things have changed. And it's kind of cool to see his journey and coming to terms with some of that. The character growth was just phenomenal. I, he is such a good character. Marin is such a good character. All the voice acting in this game is great. I, I can't... <laughs> I can't stress enough how much I loved this cast. Um, even the new characters like Bode were a great addition to the to the overall story. And man, the story really hit some notes, both like in levels of excitement and levels of just emotion. <laughs> Up, uh, it was an emotional roller coaster at times, and they did a good job. I, I just this is a little story spoilery, but at the very beginning of the game on Coruscant, I guess skip this if you haven't played and you want don't want to know this, but you, Cal starts with a new crew, a crew that he didn't have, you know, you that of new characters from the end of uh, Fallen Order. And by the time you're done in Coruscant, most of that crew ends up um, dying in one way or another. And the even though you only had a short time with them, I think it was apparent at the level of writing and like character development that they were putting into this game that you already had a sense of caring, both because of you could tell how much. Cal cared about this crew, but just the little bit of time you had, how they were trying to flesh them out so much. And it really, it really worked. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I can't stress enough. I think what it is is for a Star Wars, even if you're not a Star Wars fan, you might like this game, but I can't see a reason for Star Wars fans to have not played this series of games yet. It is, imp- I guess you don't have to start with Fallen Order, um, because it does give you a little bit of a rundown, but I feel like you'd be doing yourself a disservice by not playing Fallen Order first if you haven't. But that being said, I think Survivor is a must-play. There are some flaws in this game, and most of them are widely known. Uh, The game obviously got pushed before it was polished, and there are some really sketchy technical issues. Uh, Early on in my game, when I was probably about 8 to 10 hours in, I I encountered a bug where... The game just wouldn't load my save file anymore. It, it, luckily, I didn't have to start over. I just had to delete the game and restart it. But even those kinds of things you shouldn't see in a AAA $70 game. Um, there are some really weird stuttering issues with the graphics. There are some random glitches sometimes. Like, I was wearing the poncho um, outfit, and sometimes the poncho would fly up into his head and just be, like, just glitching through his head. It was weird. Um, and then... I mean, there were some other things. It was really unfortunate during some of the the more epic cutscenes when the the frame rate would start to stutter, it, and you're like really engrossed in the moment, and it would almost take you out of it. So those things were were a bummer, but overall, they didn't affect what I felt like was otherwise a really great game, a, a phenomenal game, really, and a phenomenal Star Wars game. So I do think that anybody who has any interest in it should play it. I think if you're a Star Wars fan, you're doing yourself a disservice by not playing it. 
if you're if the the difficulty of the battle system scares you away, there's like a super easy mode. Just put it on that and enjoy the story. Seriously, it's definitely worth playing. Uh, after this, which I do this a lot with stuff, but after this, I did find out that there is some um, actually canon books that came out that take place between the two games that I intend to go go out and read now. Uh, I just liked the this game so much that I think it also showed me how much, even though I really felt like I liked Fallen Order, I think it showed me how much I didn't like it as much as I thought it, I did, I guess, and how much I really liked this one. So... Yeah, I, I, I guess that's kind of what my my rundown, my review, so to speak. If I was to give it a number, I'd say the game's probably a 9 out of 10. I think the only, for me personally, I think the only things that were holding it back were just some of the flaws that shouldn't be there on release of a AAA game. Um, and if it was just a few here and there, I wouldn't hold it against it, but there is a lot, and sometimes they can be extremely frustrating, and like I said, they can take you out of the moment. But other than that, this game is fantastic. The battle system is great. The worlds are fantastic. It's beautiful, even with its stutter and weird issues sometimes. it's The characters are just so good. I think I just said that, but that's just how good they are. Story's great. Everything is great. I Honestly, it's a must-play. So that's pretty much it. I just I felt like I needed to take a few minutes and just talk about how much I loved this game. Um because by the time the next episode comes out, I might not have all of this fresh in my mind and it gets harder to talk about it like this. But let me know what you thought of the game. If you finished it, let me know uh, how you felt about the story uh, as it as it wrapped up. Um, let me know what you hope to see in a future game. Anything. Just feel free to reach out to me on Instagram. Um, you, as you know, XButtonGaming on Instagram, XButtonGaming1 on Twitter. We have a Discord, and XButtonGaming Discord I can shoot you an invite to if you're not already there. And I love to hear your thoughts on the game. I just would love more conversation on it. So, and this, if this happens to be your first time listening, um, like I said, this is just a mini episode. I do we do uh, full length, long episodes sometimes uh, every other Thursday, so you can keep an eye out for that. And yeah, so thanks for listening, and remember to always press X to continue. <laughs>